This is Myra with Holly Pulley's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga Podcast. Great to be here with you. Continuing our exploration of freedom and how Ayurveda and yoga can support your experience of it on the inside and the outside of you. Freedom throughout life in relation to ourselves, to other people, and to everything in the world around us. This month, let's take a look at freedom in work and how practicing Ayurveda and yoga can give you the freedom you desire. First, take a moment to consider your relationship to the word work. What kind of feelings come up? Do you feel inspired? Do you feel burdened? Tethered? Indifferent? Are you looking for freedom from it? Or the freedom to do something different? Or perhaps you feel free in your work already. Let's explore where our relationship to work comes from. The word work as a noun can have a number of meanings to us. Some see it only as a means of getting money. Perhaps this is just a job, a regular means of collecting money. An exchange takes place. But another definition of work is to exert oneself in a sustained effort for a purpose. How does that feel? Probably a lot different than a means of collecting money. So it starts with our attitude and how we look at it. And our attitude is what we're doing with our energy. To clarify and transform our attitude around work, the practice of the yamas and niyamas from yoga are very helpful. Approaching all ten of them is great, but here's a few thoughts about how that can happen. Satya, or self-honesty, allows one to see the truth of their attitude that may need a little cleanup. Asteya, which is non-stealing or being considerate of others, uh, for example, at work, to be considerate of others' time at work. And this is an area that might need some attention. And then there's the practice of socha, which is cleanliness, including the mind. In other words, being able to approach things with clarity. Also good to look at how your work is done. Are you leaving a trail behind you for others to clean up? Then samtosha is the practice of contentment, which brings the previous steps really into full blossom. And then one might practice Svadhyaya and ask the questions, Who am I and why am I here? And those questions work well whether it's related to the total of life or just to your particular work. Then there's the word occupation, which by definition is the principal business or activity of one's life. And that leads us to the word vocation, which is defined as a 
summons or a strong inclination to a particular activity or a course of action. Sometimes a divine calling. Many people feel this when they're first exposed to Ayurveda and yoga and the obvious next step is to dive in. And then there's the word career with definitions like a profession for which one trains and is undertaken as a permanent calling. This is from the dictionary. But maybe it was how you were programmed. Chew on that one a bit. Does it apply to you? Career is also defined as a pursuit of consecutive progressive achievement, especially in public professional or business life. Notice the word achievement. How does that strike you? In previous episodes, I've talked about the four purusharthas, or the goals of life, and one of those goals is dharma. None of the definitions I've mentioned really address the notion of dharma. Dharma is, is deeper, and in a causal sense, it's our mission and purpose in life. And that could be simply to just live a full life. And we do this well when we cultivate sattva, or balance and harmony, in everything that we do. Dharma includes your duties in life, how you provide support in the world, and also how you behave. And your dharma may evolve over time. So this is something to explore for yourself. The idea of a permanent career may not be your dharma, particularly if you find yourself repeatedly thinking about something you'd really like to be doing that you aren't doing. And ask yourself, why is that? You know, we're given our initial attitudes about work from our family, and particularly our parents, what we were exposed to growing up, the impressions we experience in our young lives have a significant impact along with schooling, social exposure, and now social media. Our current education system attempts to channel us from a very early age based on achievement rather than our deepest interests. To cultivate the analytical mind, perhaps while ignoring our heart's desire, Ignoring the deeper desires tends to breed discontent. There are a few aspects of our relationship to work that we can clear up right away. Close your eyes and imagine a chakra person out in front of you. An image of your body that has the seven main chakras from the base of your spine to the top of your head. And now allow little white lights to light up on that chakra person after each of these statements. And then for each of them, you'll create a rose. Just imagine it and make it sticky. Let's be in kindergarten with this. And then you'll collect up all those little lights and then dissolve the rose. And what you're doing is clearing the charge off of these statements. The first one is, Work is only to get money so I can do what I really want to be doing. 
create a rose, collect it up, destroy the rose. The second one, it has to be hard, grinding, unpleasant, and constantly afraid of losing it. Allow this little white lights to light up, create a rose, collect them up, dissolve the rose. And one more. It's the only way to have security in life. Create a rose and collect up all those little white lights. And then go ahead and completely dissolve that rose. So now there's some space for a new attitude toward work. Imagine a rose out in front of you and let that represent your new attitude toward your work. And let's put in the qualities of sattva and ease and enthusiasm, wonder, creativity, and some fun all into that rose. And now give that rose a grounding cord to the center of the planet. Just imagine it. And then give it a big gold sun of high vibration energy. Lots of sparkle. And then just snip the stem of the rose and let it go out to the universe to come back to you. And you can add to it anytime. And then open your eyes gently. Sometimes we think the work is a problem when it's actually our response to the people we work with. All of our work situations are an opportunity to learn more about ourselves. And we'll often recreate our family of origin with the challenges we need to work through. Think of it as an opportunity to face this energy rather than stuff it down and have to come back to it later. The tools of yoga and Ayurveda support us to take these experiences in work life as, as an opportunity. That opportunity to learn more about ourselves, about each other, and about all of life. You could be feeling grounded and peaceful in whatever work activity you choose. Consider that you can have a sattvic relationship with work, or one that's based in balance and harmony and peace and enjoyment. When you're able to leave out the resistance, the fear, and the anger, you can have satisfaction and contentment. It's available to all of us, actually at any time in life. It's an inside job. It's from this place of freedom and contentment one can take a step forward as you desire. Making a move in your work just to get away from something doesn't usually work that well. Coming to peace and acceptance with where you are gives you the space to move forward. And this is Samtosha. What is your heart's desire? 
use the tools of the intuitive energy practice I shared with you today to assist you to clear the obstacles and to give yourself the freedom to create. As humans, we do it all the time, either consciously or unconsciously. Give yourself the choice to create consciously. Through this year, we've been talking about freedom in various aspects of life. Having freedom in how you spend about a third of your life is really important. And it is there for all of us. Explore where you are with your work and point yourself in the direction you want to go. Step by step. Thanks for listening. As a reminder, we offer trainings, mentoring, and consultations that can guide you along your journey to vibrant living. If you're ready to take the next step, visit hollypule.com. That's H-A-L-E-P-U-L-E.com. For inspiration and to learn more about what we do, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Until next time. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking with Halepule. Their recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.